Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Cindy Miller joining us here, our certified hypnotist, uh, hypnotherapist, excuse me, certified handwriting analyst, and so much more. Uh, she's back here on the show today, live again on the podcast and the Zoomcast to talk more about the work she does. And uh, first and foremost, let's say hello, Cindy. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was great, Jill. How was yours? Great. Excited for it to be over now. Like Good. The holidays oh, come, yes. and then the winter comes. Well, you're you're in in wait, you're in Kansas, right? What what is the weather I, like I, there now? Well, it's sunny here. Parts of Kansas got quite a bit of snow okay. a couple of days ago, but uh, we just got a little dusting where I'm at, the southeast corner. Mm-hmm. So. But it's it's sunny today. Beautiful. Same here. Same here in New York. Well, we're excited to have you back. And for those who may not know a little bit about what you do, hypnotherapy uh, to start uh, and self-improvement, handwriting analysis, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, I'm I'm actually a grandma of nine, nine kids, <laughs> nine grandkids. Nine. Yeah. Um, I, I work as a hypnotherapist. I do handwriting analysis. I am a lifeguard and an aquatics instructor, um, a caregiver. Uh, I just do all sorts of things. I don't think I even knew all of that. Okay, aquatics <laughs> instructor. When, when do you do that in your spare time? <laughs> no, I, I do it during the, the day hours. Most of my hypnotherapy is done in the evening. And where are all nine grandchildren? Just curious. Do they live They're, near you? Um, some do. I think I have, let's see, one, two, three, I have six that live near me and the other three live in, in Wichita, Kansas. Okay. My goodness. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming back. Uh, great to see you. Let's talk, um, a little bit about what you wanted to talk about goal setting today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Goal setting is important. And, uh, I know this is something that's really hard for, especially for procrastinators. And I'd like to say to those procrastinators, um, it's not hopeless, <laughs> a lot of times um procrastinators that because they are so overwhelmed mm-hmm. with daily life and stuff they just don't know where to start so they just don't start so um the things I'm going to ta- I'd like to talk about today makes it a whole lot easier and a whole lot more understandable mm-hmm. great and by the way what is your website how can we find you and and contact number my website is Cindy Miller Freedom Hypnosis dot com and my phone number is six two zero seven seven eight nine four two one. Beautiful. All right. So where do we begin with this process and the importance <laughs> of goal setting? Well, um I don't want to get into a, a lot of a lot of detail, but I'm sure everybody's heard of the term homeostasis. It's the body and mind's innate ability to mm-hmm. um to want to stay the same it's what keeps our heart pumping our lungs going you know our organs going those are all good things but our mind also works the same way it likes to keep everything the same it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad it's what we know what we've lived with for so long what we're comfortable with uh so our minds even though our conscious mind may want change may desire it our subconscious mind always wants to keep us where we're at wow because it's comfortable in that area hence we all get stuck sometimes very very much Mm -hmm. so yes and another important thing to know is um our mind reads things in symbols for instance if i was to say monkey in your mind a picture of a monkey might pop up it did it did 
the, yeah, the word monkey don't pop up, right? Yeah. M-O-N-K-E-Y, you, you have a picture of it. So we read things in symbols. So one way to um, really help start completing goals is to know that that um, our mind reads, or our subconscious mind reads symbols and, and uh, is familiar with symbols. And so when we do goal setting, you can, well, we talked a little bit too about, you know, the last time we talked about you know, the law of attraction and taking action. Action is, is really hard to take, especially if you're not used to setting goals. Mm -hmm. So um, one thing you want to do is you want to find out what your big overall goal is. And then you want to start breaking that down into smaller goals. Okay. And you want to be repetitive and you want to be able to reward yourself. And one way we can reward ourselves is... The school that I went to, they have something called Mental Bank. It's very interesting. It's very well put together. And it teaches you, um, let's see, how to how to set these goals and how to reward yourself daily on mm -hmm. a daily basis. And the time of day that you do this is also important. You do it right before bed because when uh, one of our um, environmental hypnosis is, which is a natural process that we go through every day, this hypnosis state happens right before we go to sleep. So if we do this mental bank repetitively every single night, right before we go to sleep, it's almost like a, a self-hypnosis every night. And it really sinks in in the subconscious. Mm, interesting. Teaching me. All right, what else? <laughs> well... Um, this mental bank book, you can do it a book, you can do it online, they have it online, and uh, like I said, you do it every night before bed, you have a couple, um, let's see, statements that you, you know, want to write down, and then what you're doing is, like I said, you're, you're figuring out what your large overall goal is, mm -hmm. and then you want to break that down into smaller, doable goals. Okay. And you might even need to break those down into smaller daily goals. Okay. And what you do is you, you're paying yourself every night, not real money. It's virtual in your mind money because we identify success yep. usually by, by a dollar sign. Yeah. So we pay ourselves so much money every night for completing these little tasks. And we have a have a goal set for how much money we want to earn that year and we try to try to earn that much money by setting these little goals and paying ourselves for these little goals every night mm -hmm. we try to figure out what those little goals are we we really have to take action every day you know um a lot of times you know when, when we get up in the morning we we have you know we brush our teeth we shower whatever we have our same daily routines and you know we go to the job that we hate we talk to people we may not may or may not like, and we come home at night and we turn on the TV, eat dinner, whatever the case may be, and we wonder why our lives have not changed any. We want change, we desire change, but we are constantly doing the same thing every day. We're not changing our life script. So you need to figure out what those little little things are that you need to start doing on a daily basis to start getting you to your bigger goals. They can be as simple as, um, you know, uh, 
do I need to check out schools? Do mm -hmm. I need more education? Do I need to check out different jobs? What are my skills? You know, it could be a whole whole bunch of things. And it doesn't have to be too – it can be something simple or not simple, I should say, because losing weight is not simple. But it can be something applied to weight loss. It can be, it can be actually applied to anything in your life that you want to change. Interesting. All right. Thank you for that. Wow. And, wow, you know, we have a goal. We're going to write it down. We're going to, um, I put stuff on post-it notes. Uh, what are some of the other things to keep a goal, though? You know, a lot of people lose track. What do you mean to keep a goal? To Well, do you make a goal. You want to lose weight. You want to, you know, and you, you, you put it down on paper. You look at it all the time. It's not working. Hence, hypnosis is something that could change it, right? <laughs> yes. Hypnosis can help you complete your, your smaller goals and help you with your motivation to get you to them smaller goals because each of them little steps is going to get you to your bigger one. For instance, you know, if you want to lose weight or you say you need to exercise more, but it's just almost impossible, what's the least amount you can do? If the least amount you can do to exercise is get up and put on your tennis shoes and tie them, start there. Got you it. know? Because once you once you develop that small habit, you're gonna go a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. And eventually, in addition to that, you know, you might want to uh not eat out as much mm -hmm. that might be one of your goals uh, you might want to cook at home more you want to have more servings of vegetables that on every day so if you complete that small goal you pay yourself for it and eventually all these little small goals that you're paying yourself for you're thinking oh i gotta i gotta make so much money today yeah. you know success money in your mind and you complete all these goals teeny goals on a daily basis you will see progress interesting thank you so much uh, Cindy just remind us how we can reach out to you uh, yeah um, you can go to my website Cindy Miller at free or Cindy Miller freedom hypnosis dot com or you can call me 620-778-9421 and I can direct you to how to get to that mental bank or we can talk about hypnotherapy if that's what you desire, either one. And I do have a free consultation, so just call me. We'll talk about it. Yay, good to know. All right, good yeah. to know. Sorry, no commercial break. We just need to remind everyone who we're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So what else did you have in mind? What other steps should we be taking here with goal setting? And, of course, talking more about the benefits of hypnotherapy. Sure, sure. Um, you know, uh we really need to to change your life script you really need to believe it can be done and by doing that you need to have that daily reinforcement this is how we learn this is how we learn to walk this is how we learn to ride our bike to drive a car is that daily reinforcement i don't think anybody got into a car the first time and just uh... knew how to do it all especially for us older ones who had a standard vehicle with a stick shift you had to have your foot on a clutch and on the gas and on the brake and you had to work a you know a stick on the side so you know that daily reinforcement that practice that doing it over and over again that's how you know that's how we learn and also you need to understand the symbolic language that your your brain speaks to your your subconscious and that's what we were talking about the you know the the symbols and uh 
you know, there's a magic 30 minutes. It's what they call the magic 30 minutes right before bed. Your brain starts going into those hypnotic brain waves that really cause uh, what you do before bed to really sink in. That's why they say it's a good idea to not watch TV before bed or play on your phone or or whatever because that's what's in your subconscious when you go to sleep. And so you really need to have something a little healthier. And that's why they call it the magic 30 minutes is because this daily reinforcement soaks in during that time. So, and, you know, a lot of times our precognitive dreams, when we dream at night, they are really a predictor of our future. So once we start doing that repetitively, you know, telling our brains what we want, self-hypnosis, basically, it's going to lead us to where we want to go. Hmm. I love it. This is great. And there's so many things we just I want to mention off the top. Um, there's people hear hypnosis, and I think a lot of us think quitting smoking, weight loss, but there is hundreds of different things hypnosis oh, yeah. can help. Could you just name a few? Maybe it'll catch the ear of someone out there who's listening today. Stress, anxiety, fears and phobias, uh, uh, nail biting, just some bad habits it can help with um let me see yeah we talked about quitting smoking which like i said in our previous uh interview the smoking and the weight loss are the two hardest Mm -hmm. i'm not sure why but they really are (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah fears and phobias and and stress and anxiety test anxiety uh maybe you have a child or there's a college student out there that has trouble with their focus on studying, um, it can help with that. Sports, it can help with sports, uh, the focus on sports. Um, geez, I wish I had my list with me. I've got a list of almost 200 things that can help with. That is impressive. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. All right, all right. So we're talking baby steps. We're talking hypnosis. We're talking yeah. uh, it can be done. And it's different for everyone, right? We can't say one session, two sessions, three sessions. Again, all varies. Yeah, they, they say, and I've found it to be true, between three and six sessions. Okay. It very, very rarely ever happens in, in one session. but And it does take work on both, both of our parts, the clients and the hypnotherapist working together for that common, common goal. But that that client has to really, really want it. You can't have somebody come in and say, hey, I need my husband to quit smoking. Can you help him? I can when he's ready. No. All right. Good to know. And what else did you want to share with us today about goal setting and uh, or um, with hypnosis? I don't know if we're going to get into the handwriting analysis part today or not or just this. Well, um. You know, a, a lot of people, like I said, they, they live their life script, and a lot people don't really understand how how we can get so stuck. You know, um, my daughter had something for sale, and uh, she put it out there on Facebook or whatever. Anyhow, she had a response. A guy wanted to buy this thing, but he wanted her to come to his house, and she's like, no, let's meet in public. And uh, so they met in public while he robbed her at gunpoint. Ah. But because he had his name, he had sent her, you know, a a text or something with his name and address, Mm. 
She had all this information. Wow. Well, the police, police went to the house and come to find out it was a 16-year-old kid who had had three or four prior gun uh, felonies or issues or something. Anyway, they found out that the mother of the child was also into drugs, and, and he just hadn't had a good life. Mm-hmm. So my daughter had a hard time understanding this don't don't they know what's wrong doesn't he know that what he's doing is wrong yes he does he does know he's heard that from society but deep down this is what his subconscious knows this is this type of life is what his subconscious is comfortable with you and i wouldn't be comfortable going and robbing somebody Mm -hmm. but for him it's a normal natural thing so that's why I say, you know, even even if it's something bad that we would consider bad, you know, it's something that's known to him. Same way with eating chocolate cake. You know, it's it's we know it's not good for us, mm-hmm. but, you know, maybe our mother gave us chocolate cake and it was a comfort food for yeah. us. So, yeah, it may be bad, but it's what's comfortable for our subconscious. So that's why we have a tendency to not want to change things is that we're that's our comfort zones Hmm. good or bad because the unknown let's face it is scary yeah but how many times have we taken a leap of faith and jumped into that unknown and it's worked out fabulous yeah it's so true gosh and i just think now around the holidays especially our anxiety our stress our you know there's sadness there's grief there's happiness around the holidays, but a lot is happening. And I feel like a lot of this is the time when we do start overeating, do start, you know, developing some bad habits, especially if you live in colder places like us, the the weather gets cold, you know, and it's just people who may stay inside. Yeah. Yeah, You get bored. You eat, you watch TV, right? No sun. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. And during the holidays, you know, people pass away all the time during the year but you know i was looking at the obituaries this morning there's so many people here in our little area that's just passed away there around thanksgiving what are those families going through so yeah um and hypnosis can help with grief as well Hmm. yeah well that's another one too and um i would assume around the holidays it becomes after that is the weight loss is those new year's resolutions people we're all trying to you know lose weight go to the gym doesn't work but sometimes it could be the mental mindset through hypnosis which could really be beneficial it is very beneficial yeah it helps to keep you on track it helps to get you motivated and and not just get you on track but keep you on track yeah you're right it is a very good time for to start a weight loss plan. It's a very good time to get hypnosis. And it works just like this. We could be sitting here on a Zoom call and it works. Some people might say, how does that work? Yeah. Phone call, right? Right. Phone call. I've never done an actual just on the phone before. Okay. Um, it's always been Zoom. But some of my instructors, yeah, they do phone call uh, hypnosis all the time. So, But, yeah, Zoom has worked tremendously well. Um, our our college thought that they're because it used the college that I went to it used to be in person and then when COVID hit they uh, scrambled around and figured how to do it all on Zoom and found out it has been a, a blessing for them mm-hmm. and for our clients because you, you can stay in your own home you're you know where you're comfortable 
and you don't have to travel. It's been a blessing for us because we can see anybody from anywhere pretty much. So is it better with Zoom or in person? I would they're different I wouldn't but, I wouldn't say no. one is better. Okay. No. No, one's not any better I don't think than the other one. All right. Yeah, if the person really wants it, they're going to, you know, I'll send out a, a a sheet of paper showing how I need you to sit or where I need you to sit in your own home. And as long as you can do that, it all's good. Mm-hmm. Well, also uh, around the holidays, uh, you know, how does it work to work with someone like yourself? Do you offer any package deals or is it by session? What do you, you know, recommend? Many, many hypnotherapists charge by the hour. I just charge by the session. It doesn't matter how much time it takes. Um, I usually allot about an hour and a half for each person. But the first session usually takes an hour, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, after that, it's usually about 50 minutes is all it takes, depending on how much talking and, and you know, we do beforehand. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I don't have any packages, but I do have a sliding scale. So if you're worried about the cost, please give me a call. Let me know. Let me know what you can afford. Let me know what's up with you. I don't want anybody not getting the help that they need because yeah. because they can't afford to pay. Could you share some recent client stories or what else did you have in mind, Cindy? I don't want to interrupt. Can I share what? I'm sorry. Any client stories recently that you're helping people with that you want to share? Or I I don't want to cut into your time. Or is there something else that you wanted to share with us? Um, Well, I've had a recent uh, client. She's she's had a traumatic traumatic brain injury years ago, but she suffers from... um, some psychological issues that she's been seeing a, a psychologist for. And so we've kind of been working together. Um, I've been working with her and I've had, had her take a, uh, a release of information or, or a thing to let her psychologist know that we're working together as well. And just to make sure that that's all right. And uh, her psychologist wanted all my information because she says, She's got a ton of clients to send my way because this client I've been working with has just she, – she, she's coming back. She's she's less depressed now. She's uh, out doing things more instead of being so reclusive in her home. She's happier. She uh, She's sleeping better at night. So it's been a really good thing. Wow. And it's funny, my, my aunt just went for um, sleep testing. She's done everything to help with her sleep. Never done hypnosis. But people with sleeping yeah. disorders, that could help. Is there anything behind it that you could see with somebody that you've worked with with a sleeping disorder? That's an interesting concept. I never thought about that. What usually lies behind something like that? And this has been going on for years. You know, it, it's hard to pinpoint one thing. It, it varies by individual. It could be... It could be anything from a trauma to watching too much TV before bed. Uh, it, it could be, it could be almost anything. And usually, you know, what we do in the first one or two sessions is try to try to work with the symptoms, whatever the symptoms are, whatever the problem is. And if there's still some issues, then we start diving a little bit deeper into the past and see if there's not something from the past that's really causing this. Got it. So. Yeah, it really varies okay. by individual. 
Interesting. So sleeping. And also you mentioned fears. What about fear of heights? Fear of heights. That's yes. a big one. Fear of swimming. Fear of swimming, fear of being on planes. And, you know, the difference between fears and phobias are. Oh, is yeah. That, what? That's a good question. I don't even yeah. know there's a difference. Wait a second. Yeah. What, what is the difference? A, a fear, you have a, a known reason for that being scared. A phobia, there is no known reason. It's just something that pops up one day and you have no idea where it came from or why. But it's usually a lot more intense than a fear as well. Got it. Ooh. Do you have any phobias, Jill? More like cleanliness, like germs. Like oh. I don't let yeah. people wear shoes in my house. And then, some, be honest, people come in. If their socks are dirty, I'm like, you were walking around in your house. Now my floor is contaminated. Now like I feel like I do. I have a little bit of an OCD with germs. Um, no, I, I get it. So I that's a it. phobia? That's a fear. Yeah. Well, do you know where it came from? My mom can, was, can you, my, well, my mother cleaned houses for a living. My mother had this whole uh -huh. thing about keeping the house clean. Lines in the carpet with the vacuum have to be perfect, you know. But she let us wear shoes in the house, but everything had to be clean and neat and organized. And I'm that way, but I'm not so much that way. I have, like, piles of stuff all over my house that need to be done. I don't have the time to organize like she did, but I'm into, you know, I clean my toilets. I make everyone's plate spray bleach in them after they pee or poop I, I, that every day in my house so that's a little neurotic so, but yeah so it, so it's come to and you don't know why because i mean because you know there's lots of people out there that have parents that made them clean and keep things clean but to be oh I, a germaphobe would that be the right I, it might be you? yeah, I, I, yeah you know? so, I, when so i had boys the first thing i thought yeah. about i'm like oh no they they they're gonna be peeing on the toilet seat like you know not that a girl camp, but different. I'm like, right. And I was like, no, I'm like, they're going to peel over. Like my, my dad did, my brother did. And I didn't like right. seeing that. So maybe it just sticks with me. Right. Right. So, yeah, I would say probably more, more on the phobia side. Wow. All right. Uh, give me another example. What else? What do you have? <laughs> what, what did you have? What did I have? Yeah. Well, Smoking. I I mm -hmm. was a smoker. Um, actually, that's what I went to the hypnotherapist. That was the original for. one, right? Mm -hmm. The original one, and then I had started smoking again years later. Just well, let's face it; it's out of stupidity. There is no good reason to start smoking again ever. So I. But had it's to an addiction. It. It's. It is, and and it's you know I've had tons of people who have told me that. Uh, you never lose that urge to quit smoking, and that's that's very true. Yeah. So, but yeah, and, and too being a smoker and ex-smoker, I know that I know how hard it is, and it's I always thought that it was the nicotine addiction part of it, but it is so not. It's you know your nicotine's out of your system in I think seven days or something like that. But, you know, everything you do, especially when you've done it for years and years and years, you know, you you eat a meal, you have a cigarette after. You go to the bathroom, you have a cigarette. You get in the car, you have a cigarette. And you've done this repetitively your whole life. You suddenly give it up. It's It actually feels like a member of your close family passed away. You go through grief just like you would losing anything else. And and that's where it gets really 
hard and really difficult. Got it. Well, do me a favor. Tell us how we can reach out to you. And you offer initial consultation where someone could talk to you, right? And yep. really, all right, perfect. Let us know how we yep. do that, Cindy. Okay, you can reach me through my website. It's Cindy Miller, uh, freedomhypnosis.com. And my phone number is 620-778-9421. And so, yeah, just give me a call. We can talk, see if I, you know, if you see if you think you want to give it a try. And that's it. Ah, uh, will do. Thank you. Uh, pleasure always speaking to you. Great to see you. And uh, you enjoy your week, right? I will. Any I will. advice to have... someone who, like we talked about my own little phobia, germaphobe thing, what could you start doing on a daily basis to lessen the feel, the urge? Is there really anything? Any guidance? Well, I do you want hypnosis, Jill? I might need it. <laughs> you want the hypnosis. Well, you need to figure out what, what is it that you're afraid of, you know, with germs. That somebody's, you know, what what is it that you're really afraid of? Is it someone judging me that I'm not clean? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm trying to think. Um, I know it's a pattern, a habit. My mom did it. But it also wears on me because I shouldn't be spending so much time cleaning every other day. And now I have like this, um, uh, it's not, thank God it's not carpal tunnel, but it's a degenerative tendon here and in my wrist. And I feel like I'm overusing, over scrubbing, over, it's like, you know, I can't just do the wash. I got to pre-wash right. the wash in the sink to get it into the wash. It's like extra steps that normal people don't do. So what right. am I? I don't know. You're right. So yeah, it's something to think about. And especially if it's starting to cause you some physical ailments. It is. Yeah. It's something to think about. All right. Well, thank you so much. You know, why it's starting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Cindy. pleasure having you here. Looking forward to the next time we get to connect. Okay. Thank you again. Yes. Are we back together yes. next week? We are. Okay, yep, great. That sounds great. I'll see you then. Same time. Thanks so all much. Right. And all of our listeners, Have stay tuned. Day. More of the show's on the way. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.